Yo, welcome back to the podcast, guys. I'm back. I'm happy. I am lively in like the last episode, which was severely hungover. I'm with Sam. Say hi, Sam. Hello, mate. And the last episode was with Mark because you blew no, out. The last episode with myself. So, uh, yeah, topic today is I did a video recently, which I stole off R. Davis uh, with his permission, of course. He's actually featuring in the video. So when this comes out on Monday, my video will drop on the Tuesday. And it's about... The difference in pricing between materials from different wholesalers in and around than to online wholesalers. So we did a, I've not really told Sam much about this, but we did a video where we went to six different wholesalers. That's, that's six. Six different wholesalers around Stafford uh, as a walking cash buyer. So the people that had, which I had an account on, I just told them to ignore it and just give me a price like I was walking off the street. Didn't tell them why, because at the moment I think I went to them or did a YouTube video, they would alter the prices yeah yeah for sure 100 percent. so um before you carry on i yep. just want to say um gonna go to our sponsors these shows wouldn't be possible without our sponsors so give them a watch and then we'll be back to go. Oh, I want to let you into a little secret i hate doing paperwork because it means i don't get to spend time with my loved ones now i use payaka payaka makes running a service business super simple Excuse me. They are a UK-based uh, team who understand the construction industry. Now, you can create interactive quotes of menus, giving your customer the option to spec the install without you having to endlessly requote. I know, right? Now, there's a new mobile app which allows you to quote, invoice, and also see any work you have scheduled. So get yourself organised. Get Payaka. Save yourself some time and spend more time with your loved ones. Just connect it to your account software like Sage or QuickBooks and you are good to go. Head over to payaka.com for your no strings free trial. High five. Boom. Payaka.com. A quick message from our sponsor, Life Audio. Bluetooth speakers. Now, they are doing a installer scheme at the moment. So become a registered installer. Um, get your free merch. So your Life Audio stickers. Your Life Audio pens. Beautiful Life Audio t-shirt that I'm too fat to fit in. And uh, to do that, just send an email. And the email will be below and in the show notes. Back to the show. So we did six wholesalers. Uh, it was B&Q, Tradepoint. We had Screwfix. We had uh, Electrical, which is a local family-run one. We had Power, which is there's like two branches. They're not very big. Uh, CEF. And we also had Edmondson's. So... You know, the you thing know is, my I've, feelings about CEF already. I yeah, well, everyone knows my feelings. Obviously, I had to pop at them on a video, and uh, it's got back to, it's got back to the Stafford branch. Yes, yes did it? Yes, it did. It's all, hold on, let's go no further. What? Well, I refused to go in there from that video. I thought, but I had to for this video. I wasn't buying anything. I just wanted pricing, and it was funny as I walked, as we pulled up outside. Me and Adam did a rock paper scissors on video and I lost hands down best out of three. I lost every single hand. I was like, for God's sake. And as we pulled up <laughs> the guy that I fell out with, uh, he went out the side entrance to have a fag. He must've had two drags and saw me walking towards the entrance. Adam said he threw it and just ran and he saw me. And he was the nicest person you have ever, ever met. Like he was, couldn't do anything more for me. Um, because and I was just, I was being polite. I wasn't being uh, shitty. I wasn't being arsy. I wasn't being big headed. It was like, yeah, I just want some price on a few things. Um, can you help us out? 
had a bit of a chat with him backwards and forwards about the regs books and whatnot. Um, left with that. So we did it everywhere, made sure we went in and and did it justice for the video. Like we didn't just get stuff offline. Hold on a minute, because for those of you who are new to the show or don't know, about, what was it? I don't know, a month ago, maybe five weeks ago, Nick, I turned up at Nick's unit to, to film an episode like up there and uh, Nick sent Adam to... Uh, CEF, which is literally like from 30 the, meters, yeah, not even that, it's right there. And uh, <laughs> Nick sent him over to go and get what was it? Uh, four by two drunken, yeah, four by two drunken. Adam come back fuming because it was all bent out of shape. And Nick was like, What are you done to that? And he's like, No, it's how it come out. And, and Nick was like, How much is that? And uh, it was 36 pounds, something like that, 37 pounds, 37 pounds. And Nick was like, I ain't having that. <laughs> uh, straight well, back around there. And it plastic trunking as well. Plastic, like. it was scratched and it was bent. And it, yeah, anyway, so I, I, I had a, I wouldn't say I had a pop at them. I mentioned it on a video and, and there was so many stories from people in the comment section saying they just rip off merchants. They're overpriced. They, uh, I've heard things in the past and you can't quote me on this because this is just hearsay where there's quotas to be hit by certain people in there not just like my branch i mean any branches this could happen not just in cf or everywhere where they have certain quotes they got hit so sometimes two items are booked out more than one by accident this is what i've heard it could be absolutely false uh, but anyway going back from that so we went around all the um the wholesalers and it was really interesting because for exactly the same thing in every single wholesaler it was 100 meters of 2.5 twin and earth. It was an MK double socket and an MK one gang switch. There's three items. And the difference between the cheapest and the most expensive, and this is no more than two mile radius. Wait, apart. hold on. Uh, MK? MK double socket. Yeah, MK... not the newfangled. Like... No, 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 no. Just like a Logic Plus one, just a bog standard one. Yeah. Uh, one gang uh, switch. Yeah. And 100 meters of 2.5 twin. Okay. So... And they were all the same make, same manufacturer. Like everything Can was. I the guess same. the price. Yeah, go on then. This is including VAT. So, what do you think the cheapest one was? I would say uh, cheapest on that would be around eighty quid. Your, oh, I've got a little person walking in my room. Yeah. <laughs> you want to cuddle? Come and sit up here for a minute, then. Let's come talk to Sam. See, I've just done this with my one. Yeah. It's because we're doing the podcast a bit before, early man. tonight and the kids aren't in bed. Oh, um, hello, little one. Hey, hi. Wave. <laughs> hey. Oh, good girl. Uh, yeah, the, the around it was around the £80 mark for the um, for the cheapest. And what do you think? And this is in a two-mile radius. Why are you looking down my top? Uh, a two-mile radius, what do you think the price jump was to the, to the most expensive? The first price that comes to my head is £140. Not far off, £126. It was £39.50 more expensive than the cheapest. But what was the most, like, what was the biggest fluctuation? Was it? I reckon it was a cable because some might have bought in the cable a couple months before it all went silly. Yeah, I I think it was the cable. Annoyingly, on the video, I wish I'd broken it down more. I think in the moment of the video, we just had the bits of paper and I was just reading off the bottom bottom bit. But none of the sockets were more than, I think the most expensive socket was £4.70. 
which is a lot really. But we went in and I was surprised with See, uh, with B&Q. It was £4.50 for the double socket and it was £2 for the single socket. But the cable wasn't that expensive. And it was the same thing with Screwfix. They were really good. Um, why? Go on. Screwfix and B&Q are the same thing. No, I know they're merged companies, but the, the prices do vary a little bit. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if I, because I did this without my trade point card. So with my trade point card, I don't know where it is, because I'm, I'm with Napit. Napit members get an extra five percent off at Trade Point. By not do we? I think so. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, so I think if I'd have gone there, it would have matched quite well with Screwfix. It would have been the same thing. Um, but the most expensive was, and I'll spoil this for the video. You can go watch it still. Was my local wholesaler, the family run one. They only have one wholesaler, so obviously they can't compete massively. But I did ask him afterwards. Uh, because they were so as he gave me the piece of paper I was like 126 pounds I was like Jesus you're more expensive than CEF and uh, he was like well I can give you a price on your account and it was the the cheapest out of everyone but it just shows walking off the market so, uh, off, off the shelf people they, they get charged a lot so that's the thing would you so who was the cheapest Cheapest was um, Screwfix. Yeah, see, I've heard Thank this. You. I've Thank heard, you. like, for cable, Screwfix have always been been quite good. Yeah. Because they, yeah. well, they can buy, they, like, they can buy masses. all of the cable. Yeah, masses. Um, I was shocked with Screwfix because Adam did say, I know they were good. He said, I thought they would be very cheap. But I've always thought, when you people say, oh, I'll get stuff from Screwfix because it's cheap. I always expect them to be buying lap stuff. That's why it's cheap, because it's tat. Yeah, um, no, but they do MK in there as well, don't they? They do a massive range of stuff. Excuse me. But um, with the cable, the only reason I don't like it is because it comes in them silly cardboard boxes. Have you seen them? No. They don't come in drums. They come in, imagine like cat cable when it comes in boxes. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. And I just don't get on with it. Do you know what? It's okay if you've got like a little run or something. Mm. But do you know what I find really good for single drums of cable? Like, say what? you've got a single drum, if you use that super odd thing. It's like a. It's oh, like the a yellow. Black, it's like plastic, black plastic thing, and it goes over it. So you and can't twist. ruin your drum and you can just pull it off at will. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's, 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 I think it's yellow, to be honest. I think it's, well, they might do a different one, but I've seen that. But that's uh, a business. We just can't get over how good. Is it the Rumper Tech? The thing that you saw me use, you put the drummer cable on it and it spins around and it's just Mate. delicious. That's it's You're such welcome, a by the way, because I introduced you to Rumpotech. How did you? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, you're right. Thanks. Thanks. Um, um, so, yeah, that was an interesting variation between a two-mile radius. And people, It'd be interesting to go and do it again if I do a prices on my account to then see the variations of highest to lowest and then comparisons between an account to non-account. What is your preferred wholesaler that's not expert electrical? So expert don't, they don't, I don't, I'm not shouting my expert. I use a lot for when we do the big jobs. So when we're doing the rewires, if I've got fuse boards and everything because I can pre-order stuff online. And the good thing about their stuff is I've done it recently. I've done 15 quotes the other day. So if you, any of you guys out there that I want to, figure out how to quote things easily is obviously you've got a rewire you've got your list of stuff you've got 25 double sockets you've got five single sockets you can do the big list 
you go on their website and click on it they have that much of stuff all the prices are listed including that so it's so simple just to go right bang done right and you can tot it up or you can add it all to the basket and then you look at the end and then you've already got your material list done you know exactly how much it is and then you just got to add your labor on top it breaks it down a lot easier uh, but we've always gone to electrical which was the most expensive one and then recently power electrical has opened up in stafford so we've been going there as well uh, but those have always been my two pre preferred see the thing with wholesalers is a couple of a couple of things that you have to take into consideration with them in my limited experience recently it's like is there decent parking that's got to be a first thing is it going to be rammed screw fix is the worst in stafford for parking is it going to are you going to be in there for ages i hate that i don't no, want to spend ages in there and um do they stock what you like to use they're the three main things isn't it yeah yeah i used to have a good thing so there used to be a yes electrical sam knows his story in stafford and uh he got shut down for some reasons i'm not going to get into because i had a good relationship with them i could go in I'd go into the warehouse. I could literally help myself to stuff, box it up, take it to them. And, and I wouldn't have to sit and wait. They'd go, what have you got, Nick? Bang, bang, bang. Give them the list and I'd walk out. It was such a quick exchange to go in and go out. It was it was brilliant. But when that shut down, I had then went over to Electrical, where I then had to stay my side of the counter, which is obviously everyone else had to. And the process and the, the agonizing thing of, I just want a couple of double sockets and maybe a fuse board. I could be in there 25 minutes. And it's just me and, and the backers so of faffing. Oh, oh, this is the thing with CEF. Like they're so the faffing. When I go in and they type it up and then they get the scanner and they scan it and it doesn't work and, blah, blah, blah. and they do this and do you want to print it off? No. And they'll print it off anyway and they'll rip the two sheets and you get a piece of paper this big given to you. You're like, mate, have you not heard of an email? It's like, not even that. It's not even that. You go in there and you're like, how many times you. I went, I, so I went to Aaron Ellison the other day because um, it's right next to my yard. I needed a punch down tool. For some reason, I can't find mine. Punch down tools is what you use for data, Nick. Um, for what? Data. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I've got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a um, client tool. I was one. actually being a dick. I um, thought you meant a punch down tool. You know, when you, you, you dent the metal to get a pilot. That's bit. a hole punch. Sorry, yeah. that's, what, that's what I thought. Careful. Remember well, who carries this podcast? Yeah. Uh, remember, remember when we had a tussle and you was weak as a kitten. Oh, it's not even getting to it, Sam. Just so as you know, you be careful. Anyway, right. I was in. I went. I went around there. I phoned him up. I was like, "Have you got punch down tool? Yeah, we've got one left. How much is it? Oh, it's thirteen pound. All right, sweet. Get around there. All of a sudden, it's seventeen pound. But I think that's to do with that. I'm like, sweet. My man stood there for ten minutes getting mm. me to getting me the ticket for it. I was like, no, I don't bro, how many buttons do you need to press to sell me this off the shelf? No, no, I don't. I, I really don't understand. I think they most have the most complicated till systems in the world. This all wholesalers. I was like, so. I, was, I was gobsmacked. I was gobsmacked. And I know it's not unique to Aaron Ellison. No. I bet you don't even know who they are, do you? Never heard of them in my life. They're, uh, they're not big, but they're like, they're not like CEF big, but they are nationwide. Right, okay. No, I don't know. Well, it's the first time I'd ever been into Edmondson's. We've got one in Stafford. I've had it for years. Out the way, never been in there. And they're quite expensive as well. So why would you? Um, I think, yeah, I don't know. The the Edmondson's where I used to live in Croydon was well good. It had a cafe yeah. in there and everything. Like it was. I know massive. this one's tiny. It's massive. It's like, had a cafe or like a discounted cafe and that. And, they had literally had every tool on display as well. 
I know. Well, it's the only thing with CEF and stuff. It's the only one that has power tools on display. Yes, used to. Used to Bosch all in there. That that was gone. What's the? Where's the one I went to the other day uh, when I was working? Mate, their power tools were ridiculous expensive. Mm. Ridiculous. What was it? What's it? Is it Rexel? Yeah, Rexel Ipswich. It was. Mate, good. Why are your power tools so expensive? They're like a hundred pound more than they are online. Well, this is how good it was when I went and did a, a day at ITS around their big warehouse with Jimmy from Plumber Parts. And we went into one of their local stores and they had a power tool room. And it was literally an entire warehouse all stocked with Makita, Bosch, every ma- manufacturer, every mate you can see, floor to ceiling of stuff that we've n- you've never even thought existed. There was like a long drill that literally just had, uh, no word of a lie, a floppy dildo that was like four foot long on it. It's a vibrator. <laughs> Honestly, it's so funny. But it was for um, when you pour concrete, you put it in the concrete and it vibrates all the bubbles out. Okay. And I literally looked at it and I looked at Jimmy. I was like, mate, I have not a clue what this is for. And then I pulled the trigger. The guy was like, oh, do you want a battery? I was like, I have to see what happens here. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, it, yeah, I was just like, what? But then it makes sense. And then they showed us a little video of people using it. I was like, hmm, fair play. And what I could use that for? Yeah. <laughs> Adam? Adam? What? <laughs> Um, what else was going to say? Um, there is actually a power tool shop down the road from me. I saw it the other day. It's called Goodwins, and they're a Dewalt stockist. Yeah, because you're a Dewalt boy, aren't you? Oh yeah. Listen, I used to be all pro Dewalt and stuff, and like, but at the end of the day, what I've realised is there's not that much difference between any of them. It's no. just literally something fun to say. Um, I know. <laughs> like, I couldn't really care less. Like, if someone said. Oh, here, have a Milwaukee kit. I'm like, sweet. I need to upgrade my, my DeWalt kit anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just, it's an age old argument, isn't it? Like, once you've bought, bought a set and some batteries, you're in now, aren't you? I think nowadays as well, back in the day with a few different manufacturers, there was a good difference between the longevity of batteries or yes. how robust your tool was. But now, excuse me, but now I think I most know. of it, you, you buy a combi drill. Of any money, it does 90% what the other ones do. I think the big difference now is if you were to get a 12 core, you know, amp battery compared to the DeWalt version of a, I don't know, what flexi volt stuff like the drills, they pretty much do the same thing. I think it's all to do with the battery technology now, but that's why they're adding all the smart features now and this and that just to one up each other. But I'm Bosch guy through and through. I've had Bosch since I was 12. My first drill, my dad bought me, and I stayed with them ever since. But if you were to give me a Milwaukee drill to try, I'd go, yeah, it's bloody brilliant. Like It does the same thing, just different colour. Like, honestly, it is exactly that. Like, that. Like you cho- you fill one of the other drills, and they always feel better than your one, don't they? Like, no, so if I didn't it- have that, to be fair. I tried Mike Greenhawks. He had Milwaukee, and I picked his up. And it was really hard plastic, the handle, and it just, I'm used to the soft grip stuff. And obviously I've, I've held that drill now for what, three years, that particular one. And then holding another one, I was like, this is, this isn't comfortable. And Here's I, I can really thing, tell. This is the biggest wind up. Screwfix, great for cable. Don't yeah. buy tools from Screwfix though. Don't buy power tools from Screwfix. You Why not? think they're cheap. You think they're cheap and you think they're good. They're not. I've been stung twice now. Uh, once with a um when i say tools i mean drills yeah so you think well i buy the brushless can't go wrong with the brushless 
and I know they have different right like they might have thirty different combi drills. Do you know what I mean that Dewalt do? But screw fix like sell them for like ninety nine pound with four batteries or yeah. whatever. Like because the batteries are all one amps. That's why. Yeah, and then like you buy the drill and you're like, oh well, it's brushless. How far wrong can you go? Trust me, you can go wrong. My mm. one, if I'm cutting out a a plasterboard ceiling, it will just stop. Like it hasn't got enough torque. Like it will reach its torque limit and then just stop. I'm like, Shh. yeah, but what amp are your batteries? No, they're like four amp hour batteries. Yeah, no, I would say that's down to you, you, your batteries, not your your drill itself, to be honest. Because I had the same thing, but the more and more we upgraded the batteries to higher ampage, don't have that problem at all. It's a drill because I had the drill before that was perfect. Because, and then, what, Dewalt, yeah? Yeah. That's why then. Oh, oh, but, um, oh. Like, whatever, man. It's a, it, it's a tool for the job. I mean, you use it. Here's another thing. Hit me. Screwdrivers. What's your favorite screwdriver at the moment? Uh, I've got Nipex ones. We've got loads of sets of Nipex. They, the thing is, I'm not sure if half of them will come out of the same factory, to be honest. They I'm do. probably going to get shouted at by three or four different manufacturers for this. Can't. True. Um, I like the Weir, the Wearer ones. I like the Nipex ones. The Holfen, Holfen, Holfen. Uh, I don't know the ones you mean. Yeah, so I think out of all of the screwdrivers I've had, the the Holfen, Holfen, Holfen tools. Yeah, whatever they're, they are. They're part. I think they're the parent company of Snickers. Snickers. Yeah, they are the comfiest screwdriver I have ever owned. So for me, the old school screwdriver, the first proper set I bought myself. Weir. Irizola. Never heard of them. Trust me, they're the original, they're the OG screwdrivers. Trust me. <laughs> My OG ones were Stanley Fat Max ones. Couldn't go wrong with them. Cheap and cheerful. Box of seven or eight of them from from what was being Q back in the day. And uh, 20 quid. And they were brilliant. They lasted for ages. And that's oh. when I was like, actually, I need to invest a little. Because the, the thing is, I think any of them, the tips just went really rusty. But nowadays, I'm putting them back in the bag and zipping them up. Everything's lasting a bit longer. So. So I'm thinking of giving Nipex a second chance. Yeah. This, they do some bits I, I just really like. And I really want to see what their ergo strip is like. It's meant to be the biggest. Ergo strip's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. If you have a lot of flexes or armoreds, uh, it just comes into its own. It's so quick and simple, and it's such a clean cut as well. Because the thing with flexes, so easy to core it, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So easy. And like, tails, because it does all your tails, um, your flexes, if you want to do plug tops or anything like that, it's, it's Brilliant big kit. I've also got the Ergo Strip version, which does T&E. It's a flatwood version as well. I'll show you when I get next that. Yeah, it's, that's pretty handy. It's just good for scoring it down if you want to pull the earth out. It's, um, it's nice uh, but Here's the thing. T&E is the easiest thing in the world, isn't it? Just yeah. To, like, with a set of croppers, not tin snips, not, sorry, not tin snips, not side, not, uh, side cutters. Only idiots use side cutters. Yeah, croppers. I agree with that. Um, so, yeah, I'm thinking of giving Nipex a go. Apparently, they don't make those screwdrivers, so I'm going to boil that idea off. What, my, the, my, the screwdrivers I've got, they don't do them? They don't. Well, they they brand screwdrivers. They don't oh, okay. make them. That's not their own IP. Oh, fair enough. Well, I like them. That's what we're using at the moment. <laughs> Adam and I got sent a kit. Sorry, I just sat on my chair. Uh, Adam and I got sent a, a set each, and I, they're still brilliant. Um sharp they haven't bent we always find it especially if we're using the 3.5 mil terminal is 
a few of the makes we've had before, you'll get a lot of bending on the end of the driver or we'll get a lot of snapping. These the ones I'm not, I haven't, yeah, no, no issue. Because I've got the ump with CK at the moment. They're yeah. my new one. Have you seen the CK slim slim ones? Yeah, the t- uh, tapered edge versions. They're so crap. Oh. I was trying to tighten up cross-fitted screw the other day, yeah, as you do, and it snapped the screwdriver. I was like, how's that a thing? I actually yeah. put a story on, on my Instagram about it. How do you snap a screwdriver? It's because they've got them tiny little shafts that the insulation goes around, so it's like... It's not got an edge on the insulation. They're so yeah, crap. We've got the we had the slimline version of the Weir ones when they came out. And they were what was it the Weha? Whatever it was. I was an old set that I had. And they were they were tasty to use, especially like you do in RCBO boards when the, the holes aren't very big to yeah. do the, the the determinations of. Um but yeah, I think I think if I was to put it now, Holfners or Nipex, can't really go wrong, to be honest. And I, when you get the new Nipex stuff, just put it in a zippable bag. Just when you finish it, put it in, and it'll last so much longer with the rust. Trust me, been there, ruined that many tools because. Do you of know it. what? Do you know what I really miss? though? it's the five and ones. I love them. I gave you a set when you were in my unit. No, you didn't. Did I not? No. I gave Nige some. Oh, thanks. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I love them. They're the best thing. I love them. I've got like um, four sets of them. When you're here next, I'll give you a set. It's all right. I've got a set. Um, you know. Did someone hook you up, did they? No. You're what? Yeah, shh, shh. Listen, no. What I'm saying is, I'm giving it another shot. What happened to King Dick? Here's a story about King Dick. So if you don't know what King Dick is, it's a make of screwdrivers that Sam was talking to. So what it is, I like to buy British, and I think it's a nice thing to do. And King Dick are a, a UK manufacturer of spanners. They're the last UK manufacturer of spanners in in the UK. They make all types of tools, and they even make um, VDE tools. And I thought I thought it was a brilliant brand, King Dick. They've been around like two hundred years or whatever. They're the last. They're the last tool manufacturer in the UK. Um, so I phoned them up, and I was like, oh, "I'd love to um, talk to someone about your stuff, and like maybe get you on the show." Blah blah. They were not interested. Not interested. So Some companies I, just aren't there yet, to be honest. So I phoned her back this week. I was like... Do oh, you so know who I am? Is that, please tell me you said that. No, I would never say that because no well, one does because I'm insignificant. You have said it to me before. Well, I say it to you because I might be your new dad. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so I phoned King Dick. And I said to, and I and I spoke to the guy. Well, I tried to speak to the guy there, but you know when, I don't, well, you probably don't know when you do sales calls, which affect. It's not really a sales call, but you have what's called a gatekeeper, and it's an idiot um, receptionist. Okay, they're always a bit of a dick, and you've got to get around them to get to the right person. Anyway, I phoned back a couple of times, and she's like, um, "He's in the kitchen." I was like, "All right." Like, it, they just had the, such a stink attitude getting back to me. Um, and I was like, do you know what? I just really want to know about their screwdrivers. I want to buy a set. But before I go, like, talking about them, I want to know if they're made in the factory or what, what this is and this is. Um, or are they, like, bought in or rebranded or what? Like, I just really want to know before I buy them. And uh, I was like, I really appreciate a callback. No, no callback. Nothing. 
Oh, well, I mean, to be fair, hand on heart, and Sam knows this from starting YouTube, I've never actually rang any company up and said, I like this, can I try it out? I've always let people approach me because, especially now. No, 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 no. And I'm not, it's not criticism on you because a lot of people seem to think that us influencers just go, oh, I like that. Can I have that for free? And I'll put it on a video. It's like, that doesn't happen at this side. Like, if people want to approach us with stuff, great. And if it's good, we'll put it on the channel. Because I know some people abuse it. I'm not going to name names. People people do reach out and go, oh, I like this. Can we try it? Can we have three or whatever? And it's... I've done. Yeah. I, listen, I, cards on the table, I have done before. Yeah. But it's so much just... Here's the thing that a lot of people don't realise about this. And there's so much grief that goes with it. If you do that, if they approach oh, yeah. you, you're the A side. If you approach them, they're the A side. Yeah. And then they want like 30 videos. And then they want 30 videos and they want the rights to the videos. And then there is everywhere. And you're like, I really didn't agree to this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, and before you know it, for a set of screwdrivers, they've got like a load of content. Thousands of pounds worth of uh, yeah. advertisement out of you for a yeah. set of 40 pound screwdrivers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's- True. It's true. You need to know your worth. If you were to look at it from my point of view now, so most of the videos... Big time. I'm just trying to be educational for everyone so they can learn. Uh, let's say, generally speaking, most of the videos will hit between twenty and 40,000 views. And Sam taught me this, is if you approach an electrical, let's say an electrical magazine, won't name any, if you want to get any double spread or something, on average, what, £1,000, £2,000 for double spread? Three. And the rest... We have no idea of the audience that sees it, the numbers, the analytics of this, the age range, the male or female um, location, no clickable links or anything. But you could go over to our channel, one of our channels, there's loads of us now, where over 50%, probably Sparkies, local to the UK, we could find out male or female, age ranges, locations in the UK. You can then have a clickable link. You can get all these analytics after two weeks, that you can feed back to it and they've got literally a link that they can click directly to buy this and you can also give people a discount code as well there's so much information you can get from a youtube channel or even a website that can promote stuff compared to what is a magazine we could charge we don't but we could charge two thousand pound for a video and it'd be completely justified and you have all this information all this uh, analytics that you can use for future videos or future uh, sponsorships Instead of putting in a magazine, it makes no sense. The old school way is, well, the magazine way is, is going now really, really quickly. It's, it's certainly on a decline. Um, I, I do believe it's on the decline because um, I think the people that read magazines are starting to like slide out now. So- yeah, because even with the magazines now, they've become online publications. So if you've got iPads, you can get the subscri- news- newsletter on your iPad. And the you other can thing read- is as well, like, I'm not being funny. Have you ever scrolled through a magazine on your iPad? No. No. I don't like reading. I actively don't read because I can't and don't like it. So if it's got pictures, I've always liked looking at the, not naming names, caught on camera pictures in the whole set. It's the only thing I've ever looked at and the book's shut and that's it. And to be fair, I even like picking up the Screwfix catalogue every now and then just going through the, the, the... I hope you're not referring to that magazine above your head there, Nick. (laughs) <laughs> what? Has it still got the picture I put on it? Yes, it has. Sam decided the other week when he was in the office that he drew a dick going into my mouth in shock. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
Oh, Sam, I've not shown you. I don't know if I'm going to be allowed to show this on YouTube. Mrs. My other half bought me this for my 30th birthday present. Because I've got everything and she has no idea what to buy me. No one did. Please tell me it's a sword. <gasps> yes. Look at this. It's like proper like engraved and oh. everything. And it's super sharp. What are you going to use it for? Nothing. Zombies. <laughs> but it's just good to have though, isn't it? Yeah, like she she bought it. It's engraved with my name and everything. My my birthday, like thirtieth birthday and whatnot. Um, but I'm like you. I've always liked swords and axes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But obviously, I just don't have them around the house because we've got kids. I would have no reason to have them, to be honest. And I think if someone broke into my house, then the temptation of this being here is quite bad now. But um, yeah, no, I just like. It. And she just saw it and was like, "Well, he has everything else. He doesn't have a cool axe. I'll get him a cool axe." So let us know to you, like, if everyone listening and watching, put it down in the comments below. What did, what's like the odd thing that you have in your house that you've been bought because you already have everything else? Sam's is probably that inflatable butt plug you showed. I mean, um, no, I, oh God, I shouldn't have said that out loud. Sorry, Sam. <laughs> so um, I haven't got everything. But the thing is, you get to this age now, you get to this age where it's like, don't buy me nothing because whatever I really want is like probably a couple of grand. Yeah. Like, are you going to buy me a jet ski? No. Are you going to buy me a new motorbike? No. Are you going to buy me a truck? No. Then I'm good. Don't bother me with your name request. Do you want a t-shirt? Nah, bitch. I don't want a t-shirt. I'm wearing a limited edition Le Spark t-shirt. Don't worry about your your, your super dry (sighs) t-shirts. What are you drinking? Is that apple juice or moonshine? (sighs) Moonshine. Oh, I'm on the uh, I've got honey my... bourbon. Um, for full disclosure, it is Friday night. Um, oh, it is, yeah. Yeah, I'm about to go cinema in a little bit. I said earlier to Sam. Yeah. Well, I'm doing the podcast a bit earlier. It's still light outside. Yeah, no, do you know what? It's uh, It's been a really hard week. Um, and we haven't really put... See, this is the thing with Nick. He pretends he's really busy all the time. When we and he's been really ill. Oh, my fanny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's just been like really hard to get hold of. And last week I had to bring on Mark. Um, shout out to Mark. Well done, mate. Thank you. Big shout out to Mark. He had to step in for old Nico. But I feel like we've done this week, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? I'm back at it. I'm happy. I'm enjoying it. I'm loving life again. And if, to be fair, if you want to touch on what happened. Last week, I think it's good for everyone to to his, listen to it and hear from it. I had a bit of a head wobble, didn't I? Spoke to you about it. Um, just just stressed, to be honest. Why are you laughing? Because, <laughs> like, it's just funny. Is it? Yeah. It's me opening up being honest. And you're <laughs> Nick said head Well, it's wobble. dumb, though, isn't it? It's dumb. Because it's only stress of your own making, first of all. Well, yes you and get no. lazy. You get lazy. I can't. You're going to get crucified in the comments for this. No. It yes, is you do, do, Nick. This is what yeah, you do. I, I, it's not the fact I don't get hold lazy. On, hold, on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I phone up Nick. It's about two o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon. What are you doing? Just got home, mate. <laughs> and I'm like, why? Um, well, customer blew out. So I said, Adam, should we go home? I'm bum. And like, you're so happy to be home. I can't say that. You, can't, you just can't say that. <laughs> why not? Because he's my apprentice. That's vile. You can't say things like that. But anyway, you are home a lot earlier, and then you get home, and you end up like fannying about, 
and doing other things when you should, if you're finishing early, should be doing paperwork. And then you've let it all mount up because you've been having a you time. Like my wife said, oh, I need some me time. Shut up, mate. You get it all day long. And then, and then you had a wobble at the end of this, like end of last week. So you was ill for a couple of days. And my back hurt because I was sat down. And then you went in like you went all like you went all dark on me. I was like, Nick, are you actually dead? Continue. Right. I'm not I just I don't want anything above my head. Um <laughs> yes and no. Yeah, half of that is true. I, I let loads of stuff go. The problem is I need to say this honestly to everyone because someone said it's me the other day. Said I don't know how you managed to like, do the business, Adam, kids, everything, and YouTube and blah blah blah. So now you've got time for it. Like what you do is amazing. Well done. I said, well, realistically, I don't do everything. Everything I like, I do everything by myself. They don't don't export it out to anyone. But the problem is, is things suffer because of YouTube, or things or YouTube suffers because of other things. But I've tried not to let YouTube slip at all because I've got a good thing going and I'm enjoying it. But when they say to me, oh, I don't know how you've got time of the day to be a father, like a good dad as well, like make sure I see the kids and spend time with them, not just be present. Um, but when I do do stuff, paperwork either suffers. If I'm editing videos, like I'll just go, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. And then all of a sudden it's a week later and I haven't done it. And you have to sacrifice things because I really don't have the hours in the day or when I'm at work or like get stressed or this and that. And we've had recently a few jobs that have just gone absolutely sideways where customers have been messed around by the builders or we've been messed around by the builders like we went around the other day to second fix turned up and there was a concrete lorry out the front pouring concrete into the extension we were like we come to do the lights it's like no we're here first it's like that's three quarters of the day gone because we planned to do all this stuff in and i hadn't got anything booked up and planned up so we went and just came home and played on the xbox <laughs> uh, there you go no this was this was beginning of this week so i was fine anyway but yeah, what I'm saying to everyone is things do get on top of you and I'm the worst person for it. When it happens, I don't straight away go, oh, I can see the signs. I need to do this, this and this. I then just, like Sam knows, I shut the world off. I stop answering the phone. I stop replying to emails and stop doing this. because, And then it just mounts up more in the background, which then two days down the line, it just makes you even worse. So just take a word of advice from me who's been there several times. Just if you see things happening and you think oh, i can't bother today just try and make sure you do it the next day or at least make a list of stuff that you need to do that you can tick off and that will make you feel a bit better that's my biggest thing so when i was when i was managing these jobs um uh, doing the medical equipment my it was so stressful sometimes that the only way you can get all the things you need to do in a day out of your head was to bang a list out yeah and i mean I might do I might sit there for two hours doing lists like lists for um, the mechanical lists for the electrical lists for the like the whole thing all the things that need to be prepped and then I'll do a list of how to do them in order and stuff like that and once it lists out your head you can relax you're like right okay yeah. now let's get some easy wins go and do some of the easy bits off the list Tick scratch, them off. scratch scratch and then yeah. all of a sudden you're gaining momentum with these these little decisions and bam, you're halfway through the list. You're like, wow, this is going all right. Yeah, and then you get a sense of accomplishment at the end of the day because you've completed tasks, which yeah. then makes you more driven for the next day to carry on doing it. I, well, then you, 
then you get in the next day and you're like, right, well, I've got four left over from yesterday. We'll get them banged out and then we'll start this one. Boom, <laughs> laughing. Yeah. And what I try not to do is, you know when you've got something on the list and you can't quite do it, but you cross it off anyway? No. You I don't never, do that. Ever cross you're cheating it off. yourself. Yeah. Cheating yourself. Never they cross out something that's not 100% complete and done. Finished, done. Right. Now, you use a piece of software. And and you use a different piece of software. Well, I'm trialing it. So I don't have a lot of work on it at the moment. I like, you know, I'll start subbing again. Um, but I'm trying to build up things slowly. I'm a bit restricted in what I can do because I haven't got my, my uh, NAPIT fully sorted out yet. I can't sign off work yet until I've got me 18th and stuff like that. So we're a couple of weeks away from all them things being in, in place to be able to do the NAPIT stuff properly. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm doing low-hanging fruit, like changing light fittings and stuff like that. <clears throat> but going into it, I know that you've, you've really praised having a piece of software to, to do what you do. Yeah, and I know Wheels Electrical really likes his bit of software. It really makes it. <laughs> it's really changed. I don't know what's happened. <coughs> it's really it's changed the way a he. Pint of uh, that you drank. It's not. I had a little bit left in there. Cause it goes into a jar, um, and I had a little bit in there, and I just thought, well, I'll, I'll suck on that. Um, anyway, Wills has a. Uh, he's he's really praises his bit of software and i think it's different to yours and mine no so Same you use tradify i use Tradify. yeah we might as well say it yeah yeah i know i don't know why i was i don't like to say it the thing is that everyone needs to understand as well the podcast for sam is sponsored by the company he's using i'm obviously sponsored by tradify on my channel so we've got a bit of a cross thing here where sam can praise and talk about his I will be completely mute because I have no idea about it, but I can then talk about mine. This is the thing we're in at the moment, so everyone's on the same boat. Yes. So I, so um, Payaku approached me, um, obviously, and um, <laughs> and I had a look at it, and mate, it's phenomenal. It's it like it's on another level. The UK based and. They're just they're brilliant brilliant team everything's brilliant so i'm having a look at it now um and the stuff these bits of software can do and i'm talking generally like we are sponsored by payaka but i've looked at both softwares i've looked at them all um and you are sponsored by payaka i am yeah i am, I am not okay and nick can't be he's not allowed <laughs> i am um and i think that I, I think it's really um i think it's just going to save so much time it so does and this is taken out of whoever software it is going from paper to digital and i've said this on the video that's come out tonight which is what well, aired tonight which is last thursday to you guys is one of the key things that you should now have is creating a customer database so name address phone numbers email address uh previous quotations previous invoices you have that built up now forever so if you ever need to go back, search your job out for when your guarantee or your warranty ended, you can see when that job was completed. Um, doing the invoices and quotes, once you've made that customer database, is transferring it from a quote to an invoice to emailing it off. It's so quick and easy and seamless because you already have all the information in there. It takes a couple of minutes to set up each customer. Not even that. If you were to have all the information written down, you could do it in 40 seconds, all of it. And once that's in, you're laughing. 
this is the whole thing and like we're still in early stages of this software i would say like probably in the first 10 years of it if you like imagine what it's going to be like in another 10 years time the way tech and like software evolves it's going to be it's going to be like invaluable to have it so um go to payaka.com and check out uh, their free trial there um it's well worth it it's better than tradify and um yeah can't say that can't say that because you've never used tradify and i never used pay payaka payaka yeah i said it wrong on purpose oh okay um no but listen end of the day what we're trying to say is for my limited experience and nick's in-depth experience having a bit of software that can take the 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 stress out yeah yeah right Nick, go and enjoy the cinema. I'm going to go and enjoy laying on my sofa watching the last season of 24. I watched it all again. Have you? Mate, (laughs) it's so good. We've just finished Suits. I'm sorry, there's one season left of Suits. And I can't watch it anymore because Mike and Rachel are in it. I'm like, I'm bored of it now, whatever. And also, Suits gets so dry and Mm. so samey. It does get very repetitive. Oh, uh, There's uh, there's certain points where you could literally not tell what episode you're watching because the storyline is identical duplicate one thing before we go i have started watching again is bear grills the island oh i forgot how much oh. i love the program there's two new seasons at the moment on netflix i think it's five and six is there? mate really really now, good. where they have like a community go on the island then yeah so the very the season five is old versus young so everyone around 60 ish and then everyone between 19 to 30 and they have two separate bits of the island. They try and merge and they, they don't, whatever. Oh, I want to watch There's that. There's another one where they get dropped down and every two days, like uh, 30K in cash gets dropped down in parachutes. So you can either work as a team <coughs> or run off and then get it and hide it and keep it to himself. R- really good. I mean, I'm sat there in time going, I wouldn't make a fire like that. I wouldn't do <laughs> yeah. the den like that. Uh, when's the last time you made a fire, bro? Um, <laughs> Without <saying>. petrol. <laughs> I spoke about it that much to my other half. I had her ear off and she was just like, just apply. Please just apply and leave us alone for a month and go and build a fire. I was like, yeah, well, yeah, I will. <laughs> Do you know what? I actually bought once, you know, the flint and the scraper to make fires. Why I bought that, I don't know. It's only like three quid. But Did you ever I'll, do I'll... it? Do you ever light fire? No, because I've got petrol. I throw petrol on it, or <laughs> white spirit, or anything, or even some strong moonshine, and it goes up. And then you just sit there and watch it. How enjoyable is watching a fire, though? Very. Except when the smoke goes in your eye, then it's like I regret all my decisions. <laughs> we did that the other day. Me and Amanda and Harper were sitting there looking at the fire, and it's all brilliant. It's like Harper's like, "Whoa, fire!" And then it. Did the winter and blew it in our face yeah. and it stung my eyes back. It's horrible, isn't it? We eyes. had it the other week. I got my mum bought me a fire pit um for my birthday. And one of the garden ones with the metal around it. And we lit it. As soon as we sat down, all the wind did was just blowing our faces. Yeah. For about 10 minutes, I thought, we'll go in a second, I'll go in a second. And then we moved and it followed us again. I thought, that's it, I'm done, I'm going inside. <laughs> but the thing is, like Sophie, your wife, had to wash her hair. Because all she oh yeah, because it stinks of smoke. Stinks yeah, stinks of smoke. You have to have a shower, wash your hair, wash all your clothes. The whole thing you got to get Reeks. changed. Otherwise, you reek. And you oh yeah, go. and I left the bedroom windows open as well, didn't I? Like a dick. Oh, decent. And all you can smell is fire. Yeah, brilliant. For four days, yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, and that brings is... the end of this podcast, guys. Yes, mate. Honeycomb, we're out. Bye-bye.